0: Welcome to the Witchy Work Wishes Podcast, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. Welcome to Witchy Work Wishes. I am your host, Charlene, and you are joining me today for episode number 18, all about our love day that happens every Friday with Venus. And no, I am not talking about how much we love Fridays because it's the start of the weekend. I am talking about how Friday is Venus and Freya's day and all of the amazing energy we get from the love planet and the Norse goddess. Before I jump into our love language for Fridays, I'd like to start off by pulling three things I did over the weekend to help with my witchcraft practice. And I did just about everything I could this weekend. I went above and beyond what I normally do since I am scheduled for surgery on Monday, which means as you are listening to this podcast, I'll be on day two post-op and hopefully home by now recovering in my own bed. For those who didn't listen to last week's episode, um, all about ring placement on our fingers and who knew how much it matters, um, I mentioned having surgery on Monday the 6th and how nervous I am about happening on a full moon, which is not a good time for surgery. Now, the waning moon starts on Wednesday when this airs, so I am so close to being in the perfect time, but I don't have a choice. This is not an elective surgery, so it is what it is. I don't uh, record my podcast super early or ahead of time, since I typically like to, you know, pull from things that are actually happening around the time of it airing, but I do, or usually do, the final recording on Sunday nights, since I work full-time you know, during the week with my bookkeeping practice. Well, I knew I would spend a bunch of energy this past you know, weekend with protection spells and workings and anything I could do to slow down and center myself and get my emotions in check before surgery, and boy, did I ever... So without boring you with all of the details, I will mention some of the things I did. Now, full moons have very specific energy and our emotions are all jacked up during this time of the moon and sun being totally opposite each other. We know the moon has no light of its own, right? It's all a reflection from the sun. So when it's full, like it was this past weekend, we have exaggerated emotions and energy that can lead to feeling out of balance and out of whack. Or maybe it's just the opposite. Maybe we are feeling really fueled and buzzed up and and our energy and excitement is at a peak. Which is interesting, right? Since there should be a balance. The moon and the sun are exactly opposite. Well, this full moon is a Leo snow moon, which does mark the beginning of a new cycle. And my you know my surgery on monday is the beginning of a new personal physical cycle for me so that is the energy i chose to work with this weekend i let go of my fears and hiccups of having a surgery with the moon at its fullest and focused on the wonderful energy that is happening right now to help me full moons will elevate our spell work and powers and it really is one of the best times to work your magic now I chose to focus on a protection spell, a time of completion spell, you know, saying thank you to my body for getting me this far in life and welcoming the next stage. And um I focused on a release spell, kind of like a a cord cutting spell, but one that tied the release of the old to welcome the new. I did some fire workings too. Uh, moon work is so very important to me. But I must say, fire is the or my most favorite element to work with. So I did some very specific spells with candles and one biggie with the moon and my fire pit outside, which was amazing and very powerful. So I really loved tying the full moon and the fire together. And even though it was really cold, I took my Uggs off and let my bare feet touch the ground while I did the workings. It was amazing and exactly what I needed to set myself right. Now, I did use my beautiful new Crow Tarot deck for the first time. I chose to have the deck outside with me for the fire and the moon spell just to kind of grab all that energy. And then I asked uh, my question. Um, I asked about the surgery and my recovery this week and the path to the new me. I pulled three cards using the past, present, and future model. Now, my first card was the King of Pentacles, which was for my past. The King of Pentacles brings the message, you know, to live life of determination, of grace, and to have a good heart. Um, In doing so, you'll find yourself living an abundant life. This card is about being successful at work being committed, and practical. It's an earth card. The second card was the judgment card, which is for my present. So the judgment card brings the message to rise up and face the past by accepting the judgment. It may reflect a time of recent awakening that has moved you to take stock of any habits or you know life choices that are possibly holding you back. It is a time of balance, of reflection, and of choices. It's a card for overcoming obstacles and receiving answers. It's about, you know, arriving at a checkpoint in your journey and making um, a decision on how to move forward. It's an awakening. Old situations are coming to an end and lessons are learned. Now, the third card was the Four of Wands for the Future, the Four of Wands denotes a time of peace and harmony, um, especially regarding home and family. It predicts a joyous occasion, uh, such as maybe a birth or a wedding that possibly is on the horizon. Uh, it's about stabi- uh, stability, sorry, in foundation. Um, it's about celebrations and social gatherings. It's about coming home. So I have to say, I, I got a little teary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's just me being anxious for the surgery tomorrow. Um, I don't know if, you know, tarot card pulls are always like this, or if maybe I got emotional because it was my first time doing a tarot for myself, or I don't know, maybe just everything aligned to give me the strongest possible advice and the, you know, the crows joined together to guide me the best way they could. And whatever it was, it was emotional and powerful. And I am keeping these three cards out to remind me of the wise messages they are bringing me. So lastly, lastly, my vulture came back. I woke up Sunday morning to a beautiful rainbow, which I took as a wink uh, from Mother Nature that everything was going to be okay. I went outside to snap a quick picture of the rainbow. And just as I did, two of my resident crows literally flanked each side of the rainbow. So I got a great shot and posted it on Instagram. I came back in uh, to the house, you know, to start my big to-do list before surgery the next day, and the crows began making a bunch of noise. I went back outside to see the vulture was back. Now it's been a while since he's been here. I honestly think it was back in maybe early December was the last time I saw him. And I'm trying really hard not to read the wrong message with him. (laughs) I think it's just my nervousness for Monday that, you know, it's causing doubt. I know while, you know, we may see vultures flying above or even doing their great cleanup job with other animals that have passed on the ground, having one actually come up to us is rare. I've mentioned before, I I do think birds are sacred and bring many signs for us to pay attention to. Now, a vulture can be a sign of spiritual messages, maybe um, a symbol of self-awareness they can be a sign of opportunity and patience, possibly that there is danger ahead and they can come as a warning sign. Vultures are a sign to be committed you know, to your purpose and that you need to be uh, vigilant and get rid of negative energy, you know, clean house like they do. Um, they remind us to be courageous. I am acknowledging his presence and I am choosing to take it as a sign that all of the work I am doing to end One chapter of my life, so I may start a new chapter, is the correct path that I need to be on. And the vulture came, you know, the day before surgery to help clean up the old, so I may start new. Just like, you know, the judgment card tells me for what's going on now, I am at a checkpoint in my journey and making decisions on how to move forward. It's an awakening. Old situations are coming to an end. And lessons are learned, and the vultures helping me to clean up and listen to the spirits. Okay, that was my weekend. (laughs) It was a lot. Um, That's not even all of it, but it was a good weekend. I feel really good about all of the workings I did, and I am ready to go for my surgery on Monday. Now, the moon status this week. It's a waning gibbous on Wednesday as this airs. So this is a good time to release and let go. Banishing spells are going to be really good this week. It's a great week to break a habit. You want to remove your obstacles this week for anything holding you back from your goals. Either way, this is a good week to release, to cleanse, and to let go. Okay, let's jump into our main topic. Friday is the day of Venus and Freya. And I'm going to try my hardest not to make this all about Freya. I did my due diligence on the planet Venus and have ample info on it here, but my heart is with Freya and it's hard not to have everything in today's podcast uh, revolve around her. So I have never been a religious person. And while my spiritual, spirituality excuse me level has increased tremendously over the past five or six years, it is still very hard for me to connect to the gods and goddesses and do a bunch of deity work. So that said, I do naturally gravitate to Freya. Actually, I gravitate to Freya, Hestia, Morgan, and Odin. So I'm letting things, uh, you know, come to me a bit more organically. You know, I'm not trying to force anything. I do think when the time is right, working with the gods and goddesses will happen as it's meant to be. Uh, For today, though, I get the pleasure of diving deeper into Freya and how connected she is to Fridays. One of my witchy work wishes was to work with the energy of the days of the week, and I have pulled one day each month so far. Now, on previous episodes, I have covered Monday, Moon Day, Tuesday, Mars Day, Wednesday, Mercury Day, and Thursday, Jupiter Day. So if you've been following along, it is not hard to know what day is next. (laughs) I am um, amazed and super excited that it happened in February. So our love month with Valentine's Day is right around the corner and this podcast about Freya and her love Friday is just perfect. Now our colors for Friday will be pink, green, aqua, and teal. The two signs for Friday are Libra and Taurus. Our elements for Friday are both air and earth since we have both uh, Libra and Taurus. And our stones and crystals are the rose quartz, emerald, peridot, jade, coral, and garnet. Think of your pinks and greens for your Friday stones and crystals. Now, our herbs and plants for Friday are the pink rose, blossoms, strawberries, apples, and colt's foot. Colt's foot. <laughs> our medal for Friday is copper. Now, good things to do on Friday. Well, it's a love day but it does not mean it's exclusive to romantic love. First and foremost, we need to love ourselves, always. But to celebrate loving yourself on a Friday, we'll put many good things into motion. It can also be, you know, a family love, a love of a friend, or maybe the healing um, of love in general. It's a day of kindness. Again, this can be for romance, but kindness in general, which is perfect for family, friends, pets even, and your home. The planet Venus is very bright and shiny. It's the second planet from the sun and actually reflects back more than 70% of the sunlight it receives. Now, Venus does not have any moons nor any rings around it, but it does have a bunch of volcanoes on the planet itself and is very, very hot, like hot enough to melt lead. The signs of Libra and Taurus contribute to the energy of Fridays. Taurus sign brings loyalty, responsibility, and romance. Taurus is a strong sign that is practical, patient, and certainly persistent. Now Libra, the first thing I think about is balance. If you know a Libra, or even better, you love one, you'll know how important balance is to them. Harmony and justice is something the Libra strives for all the time. They have a wonderful sense of relating to others and a level of charm that is unique just to them. So if we tangle up all of the Taurus energy and all of the Libra energy, we have Friday. Now, let's add Freya's energy into this too. Freya, and I know the true Norse pronunciation is Freya, but I like to say Freya, So (laughs) Freya is the Norse goddess of love, beauty, and fertility. She is a goddess of war and battle and abundance and witchcraft. Freya travels on a beautiful chariot led by two cats. And it's said that after the cats have served her for seven years, she thanks them and rewards them by transferring them into witches. Freya wears a Bringsman if I said that right, necklace, and a coat of falcon feathers, and she is accompanied by her boar. Now, her boar is kind of famous. His name is Hilsvany, if I said that right too, (laughs) and he is a veneer archer and is Freya's advisor. Now, you can read more about him in the famous book, The Poetic Edda. Freya has a cloak of falcon feathers that allows her to shapeshift into a bird, and her name translates to Lady. She is a member of the Norse god pantheon called Vanir. Now Freya grants magic to help with spell work and is said to have taught the art of magic to Odin, the Allfather. She is known to come when warriors are dying and takes half of the strongest fighters to her court, Volkvang, when they die. The word Volkvang basically means army place. Now, the other half will go to Odin's court, Valhalla. Friday is her day. However, the number 13 is hers too. So when the 13th falls on a Friday, watch out. You will have Freya's power and energy amplified. It is widely considered Friday the 13th is the day of the divine feminine. So side note, you guys know I love doing this. Uh, I know Friday the 13th can be a superstitious day for some, but really, it's only considered bad by those following the Christian faith. Before patriarchal times, it was a day to worship the feminine and honor the cycles of creation, death, and rebirth. So, on the contrary, it's an incredibly lucky day. It's a day of the goddess. The number 13 is tied to many things, uh, certainly for the feminine we have 13 moons in our year meaning you know the moon circles our earth 13 times and the number 13 is a lucky number since most women have 13 periods each year and the feminine energy that is considered to be the number of death rebirth creation uh, fertility and blood is 13 uh, just so you know we only have one more day like this in 2023 there was a friday the 13th in january uh, and let's see, there will be another one in October, uh, and then that's it. That's it for 2023, and we only had one last year, so they don't come as often as you think. When we do get a magnificent Friday the 13th day, I would celebrate it, embrace it, honor it. It's an incredibly lucky day, and it is a day of the goddess. After the church started their quest to uh, convert pagans to Christianity. Freya became the queen of the witches. In the Dark Ages, if the church found anyone still uh, worshiping Freya or devoted to her, they were automatically accused of witchcraft and hunted down. Uh, Freya, just like the Libra sign, is all about balance. She is about the good and the bad, the dark and the light, death and rebirth. So what about Friday, Venus, uh, Freya Day in our witchcraft practice? Well, there are a bunch of ways we can work with this energy. Now to work with Freya specifically, first would be, you know, to set up a space for Freya on your altar or one of your altars. Uh, This can be done with a picture of her, uh, maybe candles and incense, figurines or images of cats and a boar would be great. Fresh flowers, especially primrose and an offering bowl or cup would be perfect. Now, offerings for Freya can include honey, apples, uh, mead, and mugwort. Freya is all about love and war, so things along that line are going to be good for her. Second is working um, or caring for cats. Cats are Freya's sacred animal. So if you can, maybe volunteer at a shelter or help with the trap, spay, neuter, and release programs close to you, or even adopt a cat. Um, Any of those, you're going to be honoring Freya directly. Third would be doing some rituals or spell work that involves uh, Seder magic, shape-shifting rituals, and even elven studies. Now, Seder is a type of Norse magic that helps witches see and possibly affect the outcome of future events. Now, really, since Freya is the queen of magic, asking to work with her and watch over you as you do any of your spell work in general would be good. But specifically, if you're looking to gain knowledge in or change the course of fate. If you work with runes, you'll be working with Freya. She's the master of the Elder Futark, hopefully I said that right, (laughs) of runes, which is a Norse and dramatic alphabet used for divination. Now, Even if you don't seek out to work with Freya, it is said that if a ladybug lands on you, she is calling you to work with her. For that matter, bees are super important to Freya as honey is a sacred food for her. So if you have bees around you, that is a good sign. And certainly providing plant life uh, in your garden, you know, for them to live and, and work around would be a great way to honor and work with Freya directly. And lastly, My favorite, moon magic. Freya might be the goddess of love and war, but she is also a moon deity. So if you would like to connect to her on Fridays or any day, you can do so by doing some moon magic and working with the faces of the moon. Now to work with Venus specifically, first would be maybe honoring Venus by wearing the color green and wearing metal, um, the metal copper uh, jewelry. So Venus is shiny, super sparkly. So shiny things will be, you know, will be uh, bringing that energy to you. Uh, second, if you do any meditation and chakra work, Venus is asho- associated with the throat chakra, which in a balanced sense will bring the energy of honesty, truthfulness, and sincerity. Third would be to pull and work with tarot cards showing um, the Empress, uh, Hierophant, and justice. Now the Empress will be all about abundance, opportunities, newness, maybe birth of a child or a special female figure in your life. It's about beauty and nature and being nurturing. The Hierophant will be your card for love, sympathy, and trust. It's usually a spiritual card or you know one showing religion too. So this card can be used for uh, marriage and passion. Now, the justice card is labor's card all in one, right? <laughs> it's all about honesty and fairness, the law, uh, justice and balance. This card is about merciful karma. Now, if you have done wrong, you may be shown mercy, but will have to live with the consequences. And if you have yourself experienced injustice, it will be rectified. Balance will be Restored. Cause and effect are in play, and the fairest decision will be made. Now, to work with the stones, it's certainly easy to think of love and the color pink, (laughs) but really the color green is the predominant color for Fridays. Our stones and crystals are emeralds, uh, jade, rose quartz, peridot, and coral. And you can also grab um, agate. Alright, so things to do with Friday and work beauty and glamour spells if you're familiar with these already and you're doing beauty spells on fridays specifically you already know the wonderful power um, that they can have now freya is glamorous she likes beauty for work there are two ways you can take this energy on fridays the first would be beauty and glamour spells for getting ready in the morning grab a pink candle and dress it with some love oil and light it when, or where, sorry, where you're going to actually be doing and putting your makeup on. Be very intentional with everything you put on your face, um, with the perfume you spray in your body, and certainly the words you're saying to yourself as you are getting ready for work. Now, the second would be self-love after work when you get home. Well, Freya is all about loving yourself first, and self-care must be done before you can love others. So designing a complete you know, pampering Friday night just for you is a perfect way to work with Friday, Venus Day um, in the corporate world. Now, if you work the you know, typical Monday through Friday week, Fridays will hold other value to you in that it begins your personal time away from your job. So self-care to center yourself, regenerate your energy, and reestablish your goals are important on your days off. Glamour spills are all about Bringing out our natural beauty. And glamour is something that we can hide behind. It's kind of like a veil protecting you know, what's underneath. So pamper yourself. Whatever form that takes for you, do it. <laughs> when getting dressed for work on Fridays, go green. Go pink. Wear copper jewelry. Wear the stones and crystals of Friday and Venus. And if you can, grab your roller ball of perfume and draw Freya's runes on your body before you head out the door. Uh, Lastly, I have cut up fresh strawberries for your workday or, you know, your lunch or snack and have a bunch of fresh flowers at your desk to eat them next to. And of course, make tea. For Friday, I would make a nice uh, cup of hibiscus. Hibiscus? Hibiscus? (laughs) Hibiscus tea. (laughs) All right. So I did write a poem for today's podcast. And here we go. I hope you enjoy. Oh, beautiful goddess Freya. I see you. It's your wisdom and witchcraft I look to. You give me guidance and nudge me along and show me the balance of right and wrong. I call you today to bring forth your power and give you a blossom of the primrose flower. I call you today to bring forth your love as your Friday holds all I dream of. O goddess of love and goddess of war, with your faithful cats and steadfast boar, Send me a sign that you see me too, and I'm on the right path for what's starting new. I call you today and offer you honey. I honor the falcon, the horse, and the bunny. I smile with every ladybug I see, and know your wisdom is guiding me. O oh, goddess of warriors that fight so brave, pick me for your court and veneer one day. My candle is lit and my feathers are near. It is only your voice that I want to hear. Oh, Freya Goddess, I see you. I vow to always be faithful and true. Fearless and brave, I promise to be as I start my new life and claim the new me. Thank you for joining me today. Um, If you are able to send good vibes this week, I will be forever grateful. Uh, I do have next week's podcast slightly drafted already. I am going back to the elements, talking about air this time. Now, if for some reason uh, the recovery from Monday's surgery drags on a bit, I might take next weekend off and just continue the healing process and bump out um, the Elemental Air um, podcasts maybe a week. Um, You know, in my mind, I'm going to bounce right back and be ready to tackle the world again in just days, but who knows? (laughs) I'm going to try to be flexible and fluid with uh, the recovery process. So that is all I have for you today um, with this week's podcast, and I will hopefully talk with you next week. If not, I will definitely talk with you the following week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com. If you want to send me a personal note, please email me at info at And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes.